Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick arse business strategies. Now on to the show. Hi there, this is your host, Caitlin J. McCall of Ragamuffin Pet Photography, and I have a bit of a niche topic for today's episode. But there's something that I wanted to do because when I became pregnant, I discovered that there was really very little content out there about how to handle pregnancy and maternity leave when you're a full-time solopreneur slash photographer. So to be honest, I felt a little bit lost. When am I supposed to finish up shoots? How do I handle clients? When do I start back again? I had no idea how big I would get, how long I would be able to shoot for. So it's kind of just winging it. Now in the hopes that it'll make someone, maybe you feel a little bit less lost in the future, here are 10 things that I learned as a pregnant photographer. So number one, reduce your workload. Whilst I'm so, so incredibly grateful that I was able to fall and stay pregnant, I have to tell you straight off the bat, morning sickness is no fun. You may be one of those lucky mums who don't get too sick, but even those without morning sickness, which side note should be renamed all bloody day sickness, will undoubtedly feel absolutely exhausted for at least the first trimester. I knew that you were supposed to feel tired, but I did not realize the level of tiredness that you feel. Now, in hindsight, I should have scaled back on my sessions and my workload as soon as I got that positive test result. I wish I had given myself the permission to immediately reduce my workload as much as possible instead of waiting until I was well into the second trimester when I felt like I looked pregnant and sort of could justify reducing that workload a little bit more. If you're a self-confessed workaholic like I was and your business is your first baby, it can be really difficult to suddenly switch gears. It's a little bit of a mindset shift and it can be hard to wrap your mind around. I found it particularly difficult in the first trimester. The pregnancy was really new. I wasn't showing yet. Hardly anyone knew that I was pregnant. And all I really wanted to do was lie on the couch all day, but I had sessions to shoot and editing to complete. So I was admonishing myself for my own, you know, laziness. Couldn't understand why I couldn't keep going at the same pace that I had been going for for 10 years. So um, please don't do this (laughs) to yourself. Please give yourself some space, give yourself some grace and reduce that workload as much as you can. Tip number two is to set client deadlines. You will never be as painfully aware of how much your clients procrastinate as when you are literally about to pop out a baby and someone still hasn't okayed their album design. So I advise that you give your clients three dates. One is the last day of sessions, two is the last day of ordering appointments, and three is the last day of finalizing orders. And make sure that you educate and um, just make sure you remind your clients again and again and again what these dates are. So my mistake was I told them the last day of sessions and I told them the last day of ordering appointments, but I did not give them a last day to finalize their order, i.e. the last day that I would be accepting proofs and the last day that payments would be due. And what that meant was I was chasing up clients um, right up to when I was going on to maternity leave. So I wish I had given them the three dates. 
Um, and I highly advise that you are firm on those dates. So tell your clients if they miss any of those dates, the last day of sessions, the last day of ordering appointments, the last day of finalizing orders, then you aren't going to be able to complete the session as is and you'll need to pick up wherever you left off once you're back on maternity leave. You do not need the stress of trying to follow up with clients after your baby is born and really you don't know when they're going to be born from 37 weeks onwards, hopefully not earlier. Um, so yeah, you wanna have those dates, you wanna give yourselves plenty of buffer time um, in between those dates as well. Tip number three is to buy yourself a belly band. So this is a sort of Velcro band that you wrap around your waist and it holds your belly up. It relieves a lot of the pressure. I'm gonna tell you photographing pets whilst you're pregnant is uh, interesting. <laughs> I think that photographing people would be difficult enough, but as you probably know, as a pet photographer, it involves a lot of lying down on the ground, getting down on the ground, getting back up on the ground, getting down on the ground. You know what? You know how a session goes. So it's not so easy with a giant belly in front of you. Anything that you can do to relieve that pressure, make it a little bit easier on you um, is a great thing. So definitely get yourself a belly band. And tip number four on that note is to allow extra session time. Pre-pregnant me could smash out a session in like 45 minutes, but between the waddling, <laughs> the huffing and puffing, the very slow transition from ground to standing, I found that I needed at least double that time to shoot the same session comfortably so that I wouldn't be rushing, which, you know, no one likes to rush a session. It's really stressful. The dogs pick up on that stress. You don't want to be rushing. So as long as your clients know how long to expect and you've allowed that extra time, it's really no problem. I never had any impatient clients. I'm sure that you won't either. In fact, all of my clients were really very kind and very ready to give me a hand as I hoisted myself back off the ground. But yeah, definitely allow extra session time for yourself. And a little side note, I would, if you are the type of photographer who usually shoots back to back to back sessions as I used to be, um, I would suggest if you can stop doing that while you're pregnant um you probably will want to because it's just it's just really physically tiring um so yeah that's my recommendation tip number five is to update your database your followers your mailing list i recommend announcing your pregnancy and the dates of your maternity leave as soon as you feel comfortable so i announced around 20 weeks and i was honestly quite surprised at the sudden influx of inquiries and bookings that i received from my announcement People who had been meaning to book a session for years suddenly wanted to book in right now, even though I was telling them, you know, I'd be back in seven months. Uh, having that time limit just made them feel like, no, I really want to get this done. So I had lots and lots of people who suddenly wanted to book. I would have been ecstatic if it was any other time in my life, but I was actually trying to reduce that workload. So I would recommend maybe announcing a little bit earlier if you're comfortable with that. If I uh, ever get pregnant again, I'll probably announce around 16 weeks instead, just to give myself that extra month. I have included with this episode a freebie download if you want to read the exact wording of the announcement email that I sent out because it included you know, the, the details for the clients of whether or not they wanted to buy gift vouchers or book sessions or all that kind of thing. So you can head over to the show notes. It's thepetphotographersclub.com forward slash podcast forward slash 1102 for season 11 episode two if you want to download that freebie and get the wording for the announcement email. Tip number six is to outsource. 
If you are not already outsourcing part of your editing workflow, now is the time to start. At the bare minimum, I recommend that you outsource your leash removals. I always recommend that everyone outsources their leash removals. But if you can also find an editor to help you with the culling slash processing of your sessions, even better. You certainly am not going to suddenly find yourself with more time once your baby comes along. So outsourcing and automating wherever you can in your business now is really, really crucial. So speaking of automation, that's tip number seven. If you're not already scheduling your social media, this is another aspect of your photography business where you can save yourself some serious time. Here at the Pet Photographers Club, we use Buffer to schedule our posts, but there's loads of different tools out there that basically do the same thing. You can also dive into your session archives and pre-schedule a bunch of posts to be shared for during your maternity leave. That way your pages aren't going to go totally silent while you're off in newborn bliss, you, but you don't have to be thinking about posting images and updating your followers. Tip number eight is to create a maternity leave waitlist. Now the length of your maternity leave honestly just depends on your own individual circumstances. So as a primary income earner for my household, I needed to carefully calculate how long we could afford Ragmuffin to be on leave you'll have to be doing the same thing, obviously. So I'm, I've got to admit, as a first-time mum, I really underestimated when I would be ready to return to work, when I would be physically ready to return, when I would have the time to return, and when I would be able to be away from my baby. Originally, I was planning to come back to the Pet Photographers Club at eight weeks postpartum and return to shooting when Bubba was four months old. And I had assumed kind of that I would be itching to get back to work, craving that time to myself. Once I was here, I realized I had it all wrong. I wasn't physically ready to go back at eight weeks. I didn't have the time and I really didn't want to. So there are lots of mothers out there who don't have a choice as to when they return to work. But as solopreneurs, we're really, really lucky that we can set our own limits. So I've ended up pushing my maternity leave out so I won't be returning to sessions until Bubbo is at least six months old. I think give yourself as much time as you can afford. If you feel ready earlier, if you want to go back earlier, you can always ease back in, but I don't want you to be stressed because you've said maternity leave ends at whatever date and you're not ready at that point. When your maternity leave does start, I think um, I'd recommend setting up a pop-up on your website that gives your clients an opportunity to join your wait list. So I just had it, you know, a little pop-up saying this is I'm on maternity leave, this is when I'm coming back. Um, in the meantime, if you want to join the waitlist, I'll let you know as soon as I'm back. So then that way you have a list of interested inquiries waiting for you for when you return. And finally, um, tip no, oh no, tip number nine, sorry, not finally. Tip number nine is to pause your inbox. So you've informed your clients, you've updated your website, you've finished your orders, now it's time to switch off. I would love for you not to even think about your photography business while you're on maternity leave. So if, like me, you're inclined to get a little bit of inbox anxiety when your emails go unread and unreplied, do yourself a serious favor and pause your inbox. You won't get any notifications. You won't be able to just, you know, quickly check your emails. You can enjoy that maternity leave and that time with your baby that you planned without feeling guilty for neglecting, not that you are, but that feeling that you're not working on your business. So I absolutely love Boomerang for Gmail's pause inbox feature for when you need to switch off. I use it a lot, um, but I've used it a lot, a lot during my paternity leave because I just don't want to even be thinking about work. So pause that inbox. 
Now, finally, number 10, planning your comeback. How do you fill your calendar after a long hiatus? Now is the time to lean on whatever your own tried and tested marketing methods are. So for me personally, my comeback plan includes running an annual sale right before Christmas. I do this every year and it's a great way to bring in lots of gift voucher sales and also just lots of bookings in general. This year, I've obviously had a little twist on it in that I'm letting everyone know that I'm not back to shooting yet, but I will be shooting in February 2022. So they can book their sessions now or buy the annual sale package now before Christmas and book a date later next year. Haven't found that it has impacted my sales at all. I've sold just as many as I do any other year, which is great to report back. And I will also be launching my next book using the self-publishing strategy for photographers in early 2022, once I'm back from maternity leave, just because I'm confident that that strategy will bring in a lot of clients at once. Although you better believe that I will be using my scheduling software, which is Acuity, to make sure that my workload is properly managed and I'm not totally overwhelmed all at once after coming back from maternity leave. However, um, before I do open bookings for the annual sales and for the um, book project that I do, I'll be contacting those who are on my wait list so they get first dibs on available sessions. And I will be making sure that I communicate that to them, that the calendar will be opening up on whatever date, but they have first dibs because they signed up to the waitlist. So if they want to book in, book in now, because likely I expect for the calendar to book out quite quickly. So if you don't have your own tried and tested marketing strategies, you know, those strategies that you can fall back on that you know are gonna work time and time again, I definitely recommend you go ahead and join our 12 week business foundations challenge. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. It's a way to learn everything you need to know about filling your calendar. My co-host Kirsty runs that um, and it's a really great uh, opportunity to fill that calendar and learn different marketing strategies that work for pet photographers. Okay, so those are my top 10 tips, um, things that I learned throughout my pregnancy and in the midst of my maternity leave as a photographer running my own business. I know, as I said at the start, that it is a super niche topic, but I did feel really lonely when I tried to find out, you know, answers to my questions when I was pregnant. So I'm hoping that, you know, even if you're not pregnant now, if it's something that you have uh, in your future that maybe this is a topic that you can come back on and find some help here. Okay, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.